Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio are presented by Progressive Insurance. So guess what happens when the uh, road team wins game one in the playoffs. Basically, the home team smashes them in game two. And that's what happened last night. So I assume uh, we all got a little more sleep than the night before? I took, a, I took a strong power nap yesterday, three mm-hmm. and a half hours. So I, I, I feel – I watched it last night, and I feel, I feel okay today. I took a yeah, power nap starting okay in the third quarter. Middle of the third quarter, I took a power nap until it was time to come to work. Started a, started a fourth. I called Yates. Yeah, you were out, yeah. I called Yates. I said, Yates, man, I'm about to shut this bleepy, bleepy, bam, de, boom, 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 bam, down. I got to tell you, Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, the commentary is pretty funny in the fourth quarter, though. Was it? Yeah, because they were talking about Darvin Ham and – you know, um, Mark Jackson was like, yeah, it's my teammate, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, uh, broke the backboard. And then Jeff Van Gundy was like, from shooting? or <laughs> <laughs> So just a lot of jokes going on. Yeah, maybe now that you said that, maybe I was dozing off Yeah, you probably dozing Because I saw part. him break the back. He showed it a couple of times. Slim Jim, though. Slim Jim. He was Jim. a Slim Jim. Yeah, man. Yeah. He was a mean boy, by the way. Catch yeah, you with bows to the Jim. face and all that. Hustle it, face, it, Keith. Uh, it epitome no, yeah, of the hustle sure. face. No, for sure yeah. he's a hustle face, but yeah, it got once it got it got away. It got away. It, it was kind of like good game like through more than half the game. It was good. Then all of a sudden, well, I think it's when Steph hit the three to put him up double digits, mm-hmm. and then boom, boom, boom. You I turn around, remember, you go, oh, damn, I don't what happened? When he hit it double digits, Max, because it looked like they was hitting him like consistently just yeah. especially clay clay was just clay was clay. giving austin reeves at work boy yeah he, was he, he said like the talent gap sometimes on certain matchups where players look a certain way throughout the regular season and as you continue to elevate throughout the playoffs you start seeing those gaps those slight gaps that look bigger and bigger and bigger and that's what you see between clay thompson and austin I mean, reeves. and clay also that my max fact from yesterday on this just in where you got shouted out jay as usual didn't watch or didn't even not only not come on but didn't even watch you i didn't get invited max on. fact was it was going to be the clay game i just kept i've been saying clay game until it happens i mean clay you're not going to keep clay from having one of these type of games and this isn't even some crazy clay game this is kind of yeah you expect that at but some point it's interesting to 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 see clay play but everybody Acts as though he's not the same player that he wants. I'm like, dude, just dropping on people's heads. I don't understand why why people felt like he just isn't the same guy anymore, Jay, when clearly he's shooting the ball much better. I'm not, look, he struggled the last couple games in the playoffs, but he also, when they was at the high, he was struggling at times during the playoffs. He would, he would then turn to the defensive side of the ball. But right now, from an offensive output last night, Dude was 11 and 18 from the field, 61% from the field goal, and three, eight of 11 shooting three. Is that any good? Eight of 11 from three? So, so I mean, look, Clay had an incredible game last night. I give him a lot of credit. But like, the best player on the floor to me was Steph Curry. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, Steph had 20 and 12. But, Max, this goes back to a bigger conversation that I know you and I have had multiple times. It's one of these underrated things that occurs, right? It's – it reminds me so much of 2015, Key, because in 2015, Andre Iguodala was able to get so many shots from the three-point line off of the gravity that occurred around Steph, right? Now, at the end of the day, Iguodala did a great job on defending LeBron James, but also due to the personnel on the floor for the Cavs, they walled up behind Andre Iguodala, which forced his shooting percentage to drop. So when people look at the numbers overall, they say, well, 
you know, Iggy did such a great job on LeBron, but it was a team strategy defensively. But throughout the course of that series, the way they trapped, because Matthew Dalvadova could not guard Steph Curry, they started blitzing all ball screens, and that's when Draymond Green started playing more 4 and 3 They started dragging the ball down after the free-throw line, kickouts to Andre Godala, knocking down threes. Same thing with Jermichael Green last night when they start going small, right? He starts knocking down shots. But since they started to blitz ball screens, like I said they were going to do yesterday, they dragged AD away from the basket. Their two best defenders, you have Vanderbilt and Anthony Davis away from the rim, you started seeing Steph make plays, and he gave the ball up early, which created these mismatches, which allowed Clay to get going, which allowed Michael Green to get going. And once again, the gravity around Steph is what led to all and these that's, plays. And, that, and by the way, back in the day, like even in 16, I was arguing with Marcellus Wiley back then, this argument about Steph. He's making the right play. He's drawing the attention. He's getting it to the right guy. But if, you're, if that's the guy you're going to be, then in the big moment, then you've got you to gotta hit those shots. You can't get kind of free and loose with the ball and throw it out of bounds. It and not take yeah, the numbers so, are down, so it's but he been was a, getting blitzed multiple it's times. It's been a journey for him. I think this version of Steph is the best one we've seen in these moments. But he was still I, the I best player. I journey he's been on. He was still the best player on their team. Yeah, of course. And Yeah, but I, sometimes it, it just gets into that conversation. I feel like it's one of those things that's underrated because today people are going to talk about Clay Thompson dropping yeah. 30. We're going to talk about Anthony Davis being a no-show. But the true star that I want to give him his flowers of the game was Steph Curry. And he was, playing a real point, he was playing a real point guard. Yeah, and what, what did they do? A ton of ball screens at the top of the screen, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that's how they counter the counter. Hey, well, here's the, a question. The uh, best play last night for him, though, Jay, was on the fast break when he, when he snaked through mm-hmm. and he put the ball behind his back twice. He kicked it to the corner real quick. On a no look, and the, and I don't know if it was Green who kicked it to Wiggins, and Wiggins dropped the three from the top. Oh, it was like I was sitting here going, "Oh my <laughs> One of those god!" Nights. No, because he can't. He, you know, he did his deal, put it behind his back, put it behind his back again. Boom, over mm-hmm. there, he kicked it back to Wiggins, and Wiggins dropped it down from the top of the key. I was like, "Yeah, it's not our night." Well, Max, it's not gonna it, be our night. It, that's one of the, the the bigger themes here, though, is Darvin Ham's. He didn't change up the strategy. So the first time, Key, when you stay in drop coverage, one of the advantages to that, having AD off the ball as I geek out for a second, is when you have Vanderbilt that is it's called like lock and trail, right? So if Vanderbilt, who's 6'8", is on the backside of Steph, he only forces Steph to go one way when he comes off that screen, right? So if I have a guy on my hip, I can only go right if he's on my left hip. I can only go left if he's on my right hip. When you allow Steph at the top of the key, all of a sudden now I can go right or left. I can dance with the ball. I can make you change directions. And when they don't do that, that's going to be night night out. I get that, and that was your game plan going in, and that's exactly what happened in the Warriors 1, as you said. Why didn't they feed AD more on offense early in the game? Is it because LeBron had it going? Like It seems to me if AD's coming off a game like that, feed the man the ball. Okay, feed him the ball. Key, AD ceiling is almost in a way sometimes to me higher than Joel Embiid or Jokic. But his floor, <laughs> the fluctuation of the extremes to me, like I'm like one day I'm like you're a superstar. The next day I'm like you're JaVel McGee. How the hell is that possible? How do we talk about what is that fluctuation gap between any other superstar in the NBA? I don't think there is one. Right, so when you look at some of the numbers here, look at go back to when AD game three against Memphis, thirty-one and seventeen, game four, twelve and eleven. What game five, 
against Memphis. 31 and 19. Game six, 16 and 14. Played well in that game. Okay, I get it to him. Game one against Golden State, 30 and 23. Game two, 11 and seven. And a complete no show. You tell me another superstar where the fluctuation of that gap is that extreme, where you just don't know what you're going to get, night in and not out. I don't, I, know. I don't know if there is one, Key. I don't know. Maybe it's Shaq. Maybe it's Wilt. Maybe it's Kareem. Maybe it's Powell. I, I, I don't know. Because I tried he to said, tell he's y'all. He's saying they're not going to put his number <laughs> I, I tried to tell y'all. They're, not yet. It's, 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 it's going to be in the Raptors, trust me, Key. I'm just saying. But, not I, but yet. still, I don't he, understand. He, he, the, as I've always said, the Lakers go as he goes. It's not about LeBron. It's about Anthony Davis. LeBron can have a killer game and shoot the ball well, defend well, play all both ends of the floor. If Anthony Davis does not come to the party, the Lakers are in trouble. But wait, you say that, come to the party, Key. That's my very question. The, the, the reason I'm pushing back, well, AD is their best player. They have to run the offense through him. I get that. But who's the one running the offense? So my question is, what to, to, I, I really don't know. It just seems well, actually, to me LeBron they weren't James feeding AD but, early. But, but, but uh, LeBron but, has who? not been running the offense. Yeah, that's true. His been, but, ball's been but, out but of his hand more. He hasn't. But yeah, key, no, no, key, I'm saying you're key. right. His ball's been out of his hand more. Out of key, what's the name more. of your book? Which one? Just give me the damn one. The first one. Yeah, th- thank you. So really? Like, I never heard like, that. There's I, 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 this world where it's I like, well, I'm not giving AD the ball doesn't exist in my brain because my brain is like, keys. Yo, give me the damn ball. So like, he took 11 shots. He took 11 shots. Game one, he took 19. I mean, look at the last seven area games. So last night, I'll read it to you from last night backwards. Last night, 11 points. Game before, 30. The game before that, 16. The but, game before that, 31, 12, 31, but isn't that 13, game plan? 22. You're talking about Darvin but I also Just the fluctuation. Also, look, at, look at the chart. But, on he ESPN doesn't control too. that, does he? Yes, he does. How? I also believe that just my observation from afar, not really knowing because I'm not in the locker room, I'm not in the coach's office, I'm just watching body language and, and stuff like that, it becomes too physical. No, he – uh, Draymond Green pushed. became too physical. I've seen him torch Draymond Green yeah, but, but earlier you, this year. What, but you know torch how it is when, when dudes are pushing you around and constantly Go harassing you and got yeah. you under there and doing all you but, you become passive but, at times. Especially but if you have an injury I, history. So, I, I read so to I'm you asking the, you, Jay. Yeah. I, I just I, I don't understand that, though. Even if guys are becoming physical. I read you the last seven or eight games, you see the point. Drop off, right? So even look at the shot attempts. Last game, 11. The game before that, 19. The game before that, uh, shot attempts he has here. It just it just keeps – I don't understand nine field goal attempts. The game before that, 23 field goal attempts. The game before that, 11 field goal attempts. The game before that, 24 field goal attempts. Like even the fluctuation in field goal it's attempts. Every other, it's every other I'm game. Like, yeah, but one, if, some, but if one game you're aggressive, is, the other if, game you're just not aggressive. But if, they, but if they switch from last game, game one, and they're a little more passive in dealing with you. The game two, where you really wasn't expecting them to be pushing you around, pushing you around, trying to keep you off the blocks, getting in your face, doing things to you to disrupt your rhythm and your timing. Does that not affect the way that you would approach playing? I d- I think it does, um, but I could be wrong. I only could ask you because you've been on the NBA court. I don't know, Key. It sounds like we're making a lot of excuses for Anthony Davis. No, uh, I'm not making – come on, man. You know I'm the last one to make some excuses. I he know, ain't but, my friend. But that's why I, don't I, know I, him. I just don't understand how the 
best player on the court for their team is mentally reluctant. Like, you know, Leg said something to me yesterday about Bam out of bio that I think is way more applicable to Anthony Davis. He called Bam the, uh, the most reluctant, dominant superstar. And I'm like, well, hold on. I, that feels like AD to me. That's a mentality The difference is Bam thing. is not a superstar Did and AD is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay, Bam's you? a star. AD is a superstar. <laughs> huh? Did you need to use applicable? Did you have to use that? I, I didn't could have you, to. I, could you choose? A it just happened. What would you, I, what would you choose? <laughs> I forgot what did Jay say? Jay said, "I forgot what he said." Me too. I forgot. <laughs> I just I just started laughing. I just apply never seen that to before, Bam. Key. He you could apply that to Bam. Key, you ain't could. no way in hell, Key. One one game you're gonna get eleven targets. It's and germane the next game you're gonna get three. Subject, Key. And then next game you're gonna get eleven. Next game you're gonna get three. No way in hell you gonna let that happen. Yeah. No way in hell. No. No. All right, the series is tied at one apiece, guys. For now. How you feeling if you're a Lakers fan this morning? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. We'll rest it. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Jay, I don't want to get, like, people want to talk about this, and, and I want to get into whether we're concerned about the Lakers now, if you're a Lakers fan. No, but no, I, no, no. No need to be concerned yet. Okay, but no, no, I, I want to start up? by what's asking up? you this. Uncle Jay? Yeah. What's up, Uncle Jay? How you what doing, up, baby? What's up? Oh, man. <laughs> what, what, we making? what, what drink are you making today, Key? Uncle Key, what's what drink are we making today? Man, I'm just, you know, hey, brother. I'm just trying to make it. You on the grill today? What we got on the grill today? Oh, the grill? No, it's raining out here. I can't do you no grill. Oh, you want to say I can't call it now? or can I can't call it? All right, there you go. This is What's up, Uncle Max? Come on, man. What's happening, man? What's happening is... uh. One, I need an answer from Jay Will on a sports question. This guy. Okay, Uncle. Oh, all right, <laughs> okay, Uncle, Uncle, man, I just. Okay, Uncle Max. White you boy Max, what's happening? White yeah, boy Max. There you go. 
There you go. <laughs> That's the only one at the party but playing <laughs> dominoes and everything. Boy, white boy, man, you ready? Look over there. With a, he got him a sister. See, see <laughs> you're talking to someone who has insight about being the only member of a certain uh, group at functions. <laughs> white boy, Max got him a sister. <laughs> Max playing spades and everything. Yeah, yeah. I bet you Max don't know anything about spades. You know, you know about spades, You play spades. Dice. Okay. So, but so, so here's the question I have. You're dying to get at it. Yeah. Dying to, because I, want, I really so, do. It's really uncomfortable right now. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I, he's not uncomfortable. I'm good. You just have to be careful to flip into a certain mode. Wait, hold on. What did they say on there? <laughs> they said, what on here? It is interesting being the only member of a certain group at, at, a, at a function, right? A get-together. Because what you notice is people are almost extra, like who don't know you, are extra polite to you, right? They want to... And, and are, you need are, to know what you are. They and they and they, but I imagine it's the same thing for you guys. When you guys are in in certain right, people no, go usually. out of their way to be extra polite, but in a way, it's like excluding, right? Excludes you. Know what, though, you in a way. My usually, man, he goes to all these R and B concerts, and he just out there. It was like, oh, yeah, come on in, come on in. <laughs> but see, Max, usually, yeah, when it's just us, they already know. Mm-hmm. They are. Oh, that's Jay Will. Oh, that's you know because you yeah athlete. oh yeah yeah, so yeah, then, yeah you don't have a normal yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you roll in, we look. Hmm. Oh. oh no, that's Max. He cool. Yeah, he. That's he, Max. He's that's straight. Max. That's from, true. It doesn't happen that's nowadays. From, I'm talking about as a kid. That's Max from 34th Street. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> white boy Max from 34th <laughs> Street. <laughs> <laughs> you still laughing because you had to think it's about so it. True. <laughs> it's so good. So, so this is what I want to know, Jay. Yes, Max. And and we could just put a button on that and move and move along. But I need to know from you how I get what you're saying about AD not asserting himself, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, when you talk about Darvin Ham's game plan defensively, I get it, and it's everything you said what they were going to do to to AD. But offensively, it didn't seem like they're running plays for AD. Like I know LeBron was hot early, but they didn't run the offense through AD. How is that AD's fault? Well, I mean, at, at, at a certain point. For any player, and this is one of my, and we'll talk about Coach Budenholzer being fired today for the Milwaukee Bucks, but it's one of my things about Giannis as well. Look, coaches will listen to the best player on the team. Every, every player who's had an opportunity to be the best player on their team at a high level, and Key gets this, understands that at a certain point, he's going to look at Bill Parcells and be like, yo, Bill, we're going to run this. You're going to give me the ball right now. I need to get the ball. I've said to Coach K, yo, look, I haven't touched the rock in the last three possessions. I can beat this dude. Give me the damn rock. So at, at one point or another, like, it has to be, yo, Darwin, run a play for me if, if that is the case. There is onus on the best player as well to demand that from his coach. They just don't get absolved. Yeah, no, it, it, Jay, first of all, I'm not going to say give me the ball to no coach. It's going to be some other words and it's yep. going to be some – see these eyebrows? They get the you know that look and that mean when I walk past them. They already gonna know in certain situations. That's why I was one of those players that always not I butt heads with the coaches, but they respected and they understood it because I wasn't gonna allow what happened last night to happen to me without me contributing. I'm not just gonna sit back and be passive in the situation. Mm-hmm. If I was Anthony Davis and it was going on last night, and I want to ask you this, and I know we we're beating this uh, up. LeBron in game one didn't come out aggressive. 
it almost felt like, okay, it was Anthony Davis this time. So the game went a certain way. Anthony Davis shined. LeBron played somewhat the backseat driver. In this game, LeBron came out aggressive. Does that take away in that first half, first quarter, take away Anthony Davis's ability yes, to no. become aggressive? No. No, that, that's like saying Clay coming out being aggressive takes away Steph's ability to be aggressive when it's, it's not the case. That's why I'm saying it's, it's not the case, that's right? That's why I'm wondering like, about coach. It, it, it's when Clay came out aggressive, almost in a way LeBron was like, okay, let me counter that aggressive and let's match it. But at, certain, at some point, you need your star player to continue to be aggressive, and that needs to be sustained throughout the entire course of the game. And like my original point about Giannis was it's like at a certain point – it's well, that wasn't the strategy from we did guard Jimmy Butler. But like, nah, yo, I'm guard Coach Bud, I'm guarding him. You know that's Jimmy Butler. He's mine. Jimmy and Butler that's what does AD, that. But key, that goes back to the mentality we talk a lot about. I just don't understand in in college or in the league for me, it never went from uber aggressive one game to extremely passive the next. Back to uber aggressive again to extremely passive the next. Like that is not acceptable. Right. For a superstar. So, are, at so all. Jay, you said earlier, not worried about the Lakers? No, I'm not. I, I think the Lakers are going to respond in game three at home. I think the energy yeah, level will they, be I very think they, different. I think they respond in game three. You know, interesting side note, it's the, it's the, it's the highest uh, price-selling ticket on the secondary market Ooh. in Laker history since the Kobe Bryant last game. And this is a second-round, third game at home. Has, it's not the finals. It's none of that. It, and so, yeah, I think they're going to respond. Much like you say, Jay, it's going to be a jacked-up crowd. You know, all the fake Laker fans will be there in the first row. You know, the whole deal. Seems and to look, remember Brom, yesterday Brom. you guys saying, oh, it's only the second round of the playoffs. It's not a big deal. Highest price ticket on the secondary market. I don't know well, what that means, though, Max. It's still the I don't know what round. it means. I don't know if people want to see. Are you, are you, are you saying that I'm saying, legacy? Yes. Oh, I'm saying oh, the, God, the demand Max, is based upon the fact that, that LeBron and Steph are locked man. in a playoff series. One, no, one, of course. No, no. No, it's based upon the fact that people just figured it's a nice day to watch basketball. It's a great matchup. It's yeah. a great matchup. Oh, that's what it is. I see. It's just the matchup. Man, get that dude some – Paul, get Paul over there. Reggie in Detroit. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Sir, thank you for having me, gentlemen. First of all, I want to say <clears throat> happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, that's important. Oh, I forgot. I got to say. We knew May the 4th be with <laughs> you, but we say, don't say anything about Cinco de Mayo, right? Go ahead. <laughs> but I got to say, I got to agree with Key when it comes to AD and the game being too physical because I think the thing nobody wants to talk about enough is that the guy's bones are made of cardboard, respectfully. Now, I also believe that he needed to come out and have that wonderful game one because that's all he has in him. I think as long as they're going two days between games, he is going to struggle. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that he is not the best player on the Lakers. He's supposed to be. He has the intangibles and all of that, but... LeBron has to carry the team all the time. And I think we take him for granted. And this is coming from a Laker fan. I'm a super Laker fan. Um, but anyway, that, that's beside the point. I think that AD, <laughs> his bones are made of cardboard. He's not a top 75 player because he cannot stay healthy. 
It's not fair to LeBron James, and I think LeBron knew he had to come out and have this type of performance (laughs) if they were going to have a chance. All right, listen, I think the big takeaway there is as long as it's every other game, you can expect the up and down from AD. Jay, coming up, I want to know. Not only was is it right for the Bucks to have fired Coach Bud, was that the right move? But also, if the Lakers can get past the Warriors, and now it's not every other night that you're playing, does that mean better things for AD? KJM. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, hey. J. Will, and Max were presented hey. by Progressive Insurance. Hey. 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 Yeah. Bucks yeah. have moved on from Coach Bud. Yeah. Was it the right decision? I mean, he won... 60 games with an Atlanta Hawks team probably had no business winning 60 games, but fizzled in the postseason. He won 70% of his games in the regular season. He's been known. The tag on him was regular season coach, but doesn't get it done in the playoffs. But then they chipped up. Once they won the championship, you go, oh, maybe that monkey's off his back, right? Jay, why should I listen to you? Huh? Why should I listen to you when it comes to the NBA and things all NBA? Why, why do I have to listen to you? You don't have to listen to me, but I watch it every single day and just study it and talk to a lot of people. Because when you say something, I feel like I need to listen. Yeah. You know? It's correlation between what he says instead, and then what happens. Instead of listening yeah. to other people, I find myself listening to you, and I find myself having to agree with you, and I find myself realizing you're right. And I don't like that. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Because you mentioned that, Budenholzer, based on what just happened and get bounced, could potentially be a candidate for an exit strategy for the Bucks, And it kind of came to fruition. So why should I listen? Nick Nurse on line one, Key. Okay. Nick Nurse on line one. I'm going to write that down. Um, look, there are certain things that are just apparent. A lot of basketball people – Inside basketball people who know the game extremely well, when the Bucks won the championship, really questioned a lot of the decision makings and strategies of Coach Bud when they won. But Giannis has a 50-point game, comes back off injury. Drew Holiday plays well. 
certain things happen, it leads to a championship. But there were questions around Coach Bud. Nobody questioned what he did in the regular season, but you question how do you maximize Giannis in the postseason personnel-wise and strategy-wise to have this team win as many championships as possible in his prime. So when you start hearing things, Key, like Giannis say, we didn't make any adjustments as we could against them after they lose. Now, regardless of whether you question Giannis' ability to say, I'm going to guard Jimmy Butler or not, sometimes for me you start reading things, well, certain players is kind of like checking out on like what they feel like they need to do because at the end of the day it's strategy, right? So you also hear Giannis say, asked if he wanted to guard Jimmy Butler more in the Heat series. He said, yes, out of respect, you got to let the coach make adjustments. Can you tell me what that sounds like? What does that sound like to you? It sounds like that the coach isn't doing what he's supposed to do. And I, I may need to find another coach. Yeah, like I, sounds like he I, lost I, support okay. of his superstar yeah. and then he got canned. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to say it that I'm way. Say that. It's just, yes, Max, you're right. I mean, if, if any key, you've had one of the best coaches to ever do it. If I've had one of the best coaches to ever do it, there have been times in games where I, I felt like the adjustments that my coach made probably wasn't in the best interest of my team. Be damn sure I'm not going to go up to a post presser and say, "Well, you know, if Coach K had done this, we probably would have." No, you. F- no, if we had played better, if I had done this, you don't. So, like, there's certain things that you just start seeing and you start hearing, and you're like, oh, "That don't sound right." Yeah, at some point, that don't sound right. At some point, your superstar player is tired of doing the same thing and same results coming over and over and over, and at some point, they are going to go to him and ask him what he thinks about it, and the writing is on the wall, and you know it as a player, and you step to the podium, and you kind of say what you know is already getting ready to happen. In such due time. And it's an inflection so. point for the organization, right? Because you have Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, both free agents coming up this season. You have Drew Holiday after they lost to the Miami Heat talking about he may retire in a couple really? of years. That would, oh, yeah, a couple of years. A couple of years. Like, couple years, like one years. or two years. But Drew Holiday's like, what, 31? No, no, but you, when you said my retire, I thought you meant like, like well, right he, now. he said it, but it Jimmy was really Jimmy Butler, weird. destroyer of franchises. It's really weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. At the end, of, it's not so, even. It's not even like um, postseason exit interviews. It's like after the game, he's talking about. I'm um, thinking about this. You're so like, you what mentioned the hell's going on. You mentioned Nick Nurse as a candidate. How about Becky? How about could could that be something that you take a look at? Becky Hammond could be a candidate yeah. as well. I Wait, think do you mean deserving. Nick Nurse as a candidate? I thought you were referring to the fact that like because we we showed a graphic earlier, um, coaches that have been the past four NBA champions, nineteen Raptors, twenty Lakers, twenty one Bucks, fired their head coaches, right? So that that fits into that pattern. Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel. Oh, I was saying. But Nick, the only other one who still has his job is Steve Kerr. I was saying Nick Nurse as a as, as a candidate one of the primary candidates candidate for I got the Bucks. Yeah, he was saying it's primary candidate Max. No, I understood. You know I, it's not the because we. You, played, you know what I'm getting ready to listening? say, right, Max? Were you listening or did yeah. you? Hear were, me? were you listening or were you hearing? Well, I was actually listening and watching. And when we played that graphic, I thought that that's what <laughs> that you were sense. referring to. Yeah. Becky Hammond. Uh, people obviously talk about Frank Vogel. Um, you know, there's, there's candidates out there. I, I just think uh, it's going to be uh, Sam Cassell potentially played in Milwaukee. He's, you know, assistant coach, been looking for the right opportunity. Could be Earl Watson, another candidate um, that was live in the NBA for a while. Man, I would give Cassell a look. 
give him a look. As Bring a him back coach. to Milwaukee. I mean, yeah. he played there in Milwaukee. But also, he's been on good. He kind of went that route. No, he kind of went that route before with Jason Kidd. First time head coach with Giannis earlier in his career. Another point guard. Uh, obviously, Jason Kidd has done extremely well with the Lakers and moving on. But you kind of went with that first year head coach. I feel like you need to go with a seasoned coach that has played. So you want to microwave a guy? Well, not microwave. I don't know. But Nick Nurse, the, the situation in Toronto was interesting because he, he had Kawhi. He managed a strong personality. Somebody that's won a championship, has that pedigree. And Nick Nurse, by the way, he scheme-wise is one of the best in the game, scheme-wise. So, now, I don't know how he is motivation-wise. Uh, it be interesting to hear players talk about that. But scheme-wise, one of the best there is. Mm. And that's what seems to a degree lacked with the Milwaukee Bucks at critical times in playoff basketball. Greco in Queens, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Yes, sir. Good morning. Hey, Key, man. Up, our buddy? Lakers, man, our guards got to do a better job coming off these these ball screens, and they, they like look like deers caught in headlights, you know, with Steph and, and Clay running around and look, you know, shooting all crazy last night, man. Yeah, outside of uh, outside of uh, oh god, I can't even think of his name. Vanderbilt. Of my head. No, not Vandy. Our guard, Schroeder. Schroeder. Outside of Schroeder, the rest of them dudes don't move around like that, though. D D Lo can't get. He he he's not athletic he enough to meet. Motor. He don't have that motor. And then, you know, Austin Reeves is a hard try guy. He tries hard, but he ain't, you know. Hard don't try. laugh, Jay, because you're going to have me laughing. He said hard try guy. <laughs> he a hard, a hard try guy. He tries really hard. But, you know, outside of that, we don't really have, right, Jay? We don't have the defensive guard like that. That's, like, we just don't. That was the key. That was the, the thing we talked about before the season. Everybody's like, you hate, you know, you hate, you know, especially in the matchup, you hating on the Lakers. I'm like, no, it's just. Defense, I mean, look, I, I think they're going to be okay. And no, I do. There's no panic. Okay. Nah, it's like, once again, it, it's, it's just not personnel. It's a combination of having a game every other day. And these dudes make you chase them all over the damn court. It's different than watching Dame or watching Ja at the top of the key and everybody knows where you're going. Uh, you know, I was watching the game last night real quick. I was watching the game. As I was watching the game, you could see at times it was a – now, I don't want to say a give up, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a maximum effort, mm-hmm. so to speak. Even at the time when he traveled, Steph tra- Steph picked up the bag and walked to Ste- the. I mean, five <laughs> steps and then and then and then passed the ball. Everybody, it was but everybody like, oh, this is the time for us to get a break. Everybody just kind of stopped. He went one, two, three, four, five, five steps, steps. and then di- and then dished. I mean, maybe if you go five steps and then, like, Chris Paul sometimes go around the corner and get four or five steps and, well, he's, he's shooting the left. No, what? Steph. Steph. Uh, pass Steph, five steps. Steph traveled Sputter. at least. Do, 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 do. He's, he's traveled at least four times last night. At least four. Yo, Steph all right. and Bron, they always they watch every inbound pass when they catch the ball, though. It's all, yeah. They always take, <laughs> like, one they, or two. They, they, they had their momentum. They, they, had a double, their they had a double team on Steph. One time they came. And he was trying to – and he backed up. I was like, they don't, they don't let him do that. <laughs> Take it or shake it. Listener Bold Predictions Edition coming up. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It's this listener bold predictions. Nuno, how's this going to work, Nuno? So we put out a question of, for our listeners to give us their bold predictions. And so we're just going to use what they gave us, and it'll be just very simple. So start with the first one. Forrest said Detroit is a Super Bowl contender. Take it or shake it, Key. Take it. Take it. Take that. Take that. It, yeah, I take it. It's bold, right? It's a bold prediction, and I take it because it's very bold. You look at the division. There is no Aaron Rodgers in the division. They absolutely have gotten better over the last two years under Dan Campbell. I don't necessarily love their draft, but they love their draft, so that's all I can go off of. I think Aaron Glenn's getting better calling defensive plays. Their defense struggled at times. Last year down the stretch, they got better. It's a bold prediction. Yeah, I mean, it's a bold prediction that I still shake. I mean, look, I think Detroit <laughs> Detroit is well on their way, Key, and obviously the Swift news was interesting to see how that panned out with the draft and them getting Gibbs. I think their offense has it has a chance to be a high-octane offense with Jared Goff, but I, at the end of the day, I still think their defense needs work, even though I do love the DNA of this team. I'm not sure they're Super Bowl contenders yet. As a bold prediction, I agree with Key, take it. Like, I, in other words, does it? Do I think they're actually going to be Super Bowl contenders? No. But if you say, "Give me a bold prediction," does this? If this works out, yeah, it could work out that they are. They're the kind of wild card in the in the NFC to me. High upside with the offense, tough mentality, and and upside. And they and by the way, they drafted guys in this draft that they reached for, but you know they, those guys can contribute right now. I'm gonna take it. All right, VJ said the Bears will go from last to first this year in their division. Take it or shake it? Shake it. Shake, shake it. it. Shake that. Shake yeah, that's, that. a, that's a very bold prediction, but I can't roll with it. I think when you look at the situation in, in Justin Fields, he's only going to get better. My good friend Ryan Poles is doing an amazing job in the draft and <laughs> the offseason and making sure things are being done correctly for Chicago to build in the future. I just think that this is a three-headed division with Minnesota, Green Bay, and potentially Detroit. Yeah, I, I just I'll, I'll shake it with you, Kay. I I, I I don't see them going from three wins to all of a sudden beating the Vikings or beating Detroit to win the division. I I don't. Agreed. Too many holes to fill. I'll just mention again, Justin Fields. For people who are like, oh yeah, so far to go. Had a fifty-four QBR. Whatever you want to say about QBR, it's a pretty good sketch, thumbnail sketch of you know, hey, quick, what do you think? That's above average already. Just because the guy can run, now he has some receivers, like some decent receivers. It's going to get a little better. Three wins to how many wins, Max? Six, seven. Yeah. Three wins? They went, no, three wins oh, last year oh. to how many wins this year? Yeah, My bad. They'll double I wasn't, it. You I think wasn't they'll double listening. it, Keith? I, was, I wasn't listening. Six, I was hearing. Yeah, they'll double it. Yeah, seven. Okay. All right, next one comes from Travis. Jordan Love leads the Packers to the playoffs. Take it or shake it? Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Yeah, I think that's a bold prediction. I think it can happen also and in, 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 in alleviate the bold prediction side of it. Look, Jordan Love hasn't played, but a little bit of that I saw from an eyeball test standpoint, I like his rhythm. I like the way he ball placement, all of those things. And there's enough players coming back from a year ago 
minus Aaron Rodgers, when you have Aaron Jones and you have Watson and you have Romeo Dobbs and some of the guys, Kenny Clark and company, and Javier Alexander on the defensive side, that team is intact. And I think they can win the division. And him leading him to the playoffs wouldn't be a shock at all. Yeah, I, I think it would be a shock for me. I'll shake it in, in, in year one, year one full-time. Uh, and, look, I, I think this team is well on their way with – that defense that got better from last year, I think the offensive pieces, the continuity that he'll have within this offseason, I think they'll be better. I just think it'll be hard with Detroit and and the Vikings in that division because of how they play. I think I think they're a little bit further ahead than where the Packers are. Shake it like Shake a it, Polaroid yeah. picture. Listen, Aaron Rodgers couldn't get him to the playoffs. Jordan Love ain't doing it. But but like, you know, they might be all right, but I They're on their way. Yeah, they'll compete, but I don't see them going to the playoffs. All right. Next one comes from Cat. The Bengals would miss the playoff. Take it or shake it? Take it. Take Take it. it. Yeah, I think when you look at the division and the conference as a whole, if they miss the playoffs, hey, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Even though they are a very good football team, there's no question about it. But the Cleveland Browns have probably gotten better based on Deshaun Watson being there full time now. Uh, Lamar Jackson and company, he's back in the fold. And then I don't know what Pittsburgh is, but they're always – Hanging around. And you talk about the conference. It's just We know what the conference is. So, yeah, they can miss it. Yeah, I'm with you, Key. I'll take it. They can miss it. <laughs> but uh, this is what happens for Joe Burrow when you set the standard in uh, year two going to the Super Bowl and always having success in the playoffs and uh, going against, uh, you know, Kansas City all the time. Like, the standard is so high that it's bold. That's not good. I'm shaking that one all day long. I tried to tell you last year, Key, when you were like, no, the Bengals won't make it back to the playoffs. Everyone else is going to have excuses, right? Well, Justin Herbert, the coach, or this one, that, something that made the playoffs. You know, Lamar, his team got hurt, whatever it is. Let me tell you who's just going to be in the playoffs every year, as long as he's healthy. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow going to be in the playoffs every year. And by the way, he's going to be, he's going to be making runs in the playoffs every year. He ain't missing the playoffs. Joe Burrow's not built to miss the playoffs. Not built that way. What's today's date? Uh, May Single day mile. Oh, that's right. May 5th. Okay. All right. You marking that down? You mark it down. Max? Mark it down. Please, okay. mark it down. He ain't okay. missing the playoffs. All right, next one comes from Carlos. The Jets, will, the Jets will not make the playoffs. Take it or shake it? Ooh. Old prediction. Take it. Take, take it. it. Take that. Take I that. can apply that the same to the Cincinnati Bengals. Great players, a lot of stuff around them. But look at the division. Look at the conference. They could very well miss the playoffs. Even though we don't really think they will. But they could miss the playoffs, and that is why it is a bold prediction, and I am taking it. I'll take it. I think the offense is going to be better. They had a soft schedule last year. I'm curious to see if their defense continues to be what it was last year against a harder schedule this year. Yeah, as it, much like, hey, the Lions will compete for the Super Bowl, much like Key said, as a bold prediction, I'll take it. I'll take that. Because the Jets could win a Super Bowl, or they could easily miss the playoffs. You got four division winners, three wild cards. Go take a look at the West and the North. And, th- and do you understand? loaded conference as far as good teams. Loaded D- Deshaun Watson is kid. not going to stink this year, let alone Lamar Jackson's got receivers. You know Tomlin's going to be competing easily. Three teams could come out of the North alone, let alone the West. It's going to be a brutal divi- uh, conference. Yeah! Yeah! Take it or shake it. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Which fan base should be most concerned about their team after those predictable game two 
whoopings they just took. Lakers or Sixers, KJM. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.